Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. Real estate agents, the market has shifted. Uh, Many markets are seeing a decline in number of transactions give or take 10%. Some markets, it's 20% or more. So if you're worried about your business, if you're struggling, or if things are going okay, and you just want some ideas on how to do more business, we're going to give you three ideas today on how to boost your business. So with that intro, I'm Mike Ferrante with Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. We are based in Northeast Ohio. We basically cover the Northern half of Ohio, all the way down to Columbus and uh, Tony, we're maintaining that number one slot for Century 21 right now. Number one team in the country for number of transactions and hoping to keep it that way. Yeah, I think you're going, you're, you're spreading the distance between number two every month. That's I great. know. That's yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah, <laughs> we're not we're not letting up pedal to the metal. And uh, yeah, we're hoping to uh, do more than 500 transactions this year. So that's awesome. But, you know, part of part of being successful, I think, is giving back. And Tony and I uh, both been in the business a long time. And we like to do these trainings every week to help other agents become successful. You know, whether you're a part time agent trying to be full time or just, you know, maximize what you get out of your real estate business. That's why we're here every Tuesday, 1130 to about 1150. If we're really jamming, we might go to 1155 uh, live every Tuesday. And then we put this out on our podcast, Free Beer and Real Estate, if you just want to listen to us and don't want to see our smiling faces. Um, And you can go to YouTube channel uh, and watch our videos there. Uh, That's Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. Uh, Just look for my name, real estate, you'll find me. And I'm joined every week by Tony Geraci, our broker owner, who's got 30 plus years in the business, not only real estate, but Tony has a background in mortgage, title, if it has to do with real estate, Tony knows something about it. Um, you can reach me at Mike at 21mike.com. Tony will give you his cell phone number. That's how generous he is with his time. And you can text Tony to set up a time to talk with him. 216-374-1269. How was that, Tony? Perfect. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm getting really good at introducing you. You should just hire me to follow you around and introduce you as you walk into rooms. Like, uh, yeah, like what? Like Ed McMahon or, you know, that that just date me? <laughs> yes, I'll be your Ed McMahon. You could be Johnny Carson. Everyone's on their phones going, who the hell are these guys? But anyway, all right. So let's let's talk turkey here. We know that right now the market has shifted. A bunch of agents got in the business and wow, it's great. You put up a listing and it sells in a day or a week and and it's easy money. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. Now, obviously, if you were working buyers over the last couple of years, things were a little tougher. But we know there were, I think, something like 200,000 agents got licensed over the last two years. Additional agents added to the pool of uh, agents that were already here. So, uh, Tony, you might know the exact number, but isn't it like 1.4 million agents in the U.S., something like that? Yeah, obviously it's fluctuating all the time, but yeah, it's about 1.4 to 1.5, somewhere in there. And that's just realtors, which is a majority of it. There, There's many more, not uh, that much more, probably, I'm just guessing, 100, 200, 300,000 re- real estate agents that, you know, new build, builders, uh, you know, uh, work for, uh, you know, um, 
rental companies, things like that, that are still in real estate, but just not real tour. So there's a lot of us. <laughs> yep. Yep. And so agents are out there trying to do business. And I think that if you're trying to figure out what to do, like what you really want, I know that I get approached by agents all the time and they say, oh, I want leads, or I think I want higher splits, or they, they always think they know what they want. Guess what? I know what you want more than you know what you want. And what you guys really want it's more opportunities, more transactions. Okay. Opportunities lead to tran transactions. And that really sums it up. So you can talk to me about leads. You can talk to me about training, support staff, better culture in your office. But those things are what lead to the opportunities and transactions. So I just summed it up for you. When, right, Tony? Yeah. Can I just jump in one second at what I've been telling agents is uh, that in Ohio, I mean, we talk about numbers. We're not saturated with agents. Some people think we are. Like I have a friend that's a broker in Orange County, California. Just that county has more than double the agents than we have in the whole state of Ohio. So there's areas in the country that are really saturated. So the whole point is there's there's a, any agent, we don't, there's ability to grab market share and get business in Ohio because we're not oversaturated with agents, even though you think we are, <laughs> so. Yep, yep. Um, now, of course, here in Ohio, we have to pedal the bike 10 times as fast because you know our transaction average is much lower in Orange County, you can sell two houses and make a, make a living, make a very good living. But so to, so back to the point here is especially if you're struggling or just looking to grow your business, we're going to throw three ideas at you today to help boost your business. And these are kind of big picture. If you want more details, go back and listen to some of our past podcasts or videos. But bottom line is you're looking for more opportunities, more transactions. Okay. So I'm going to start off a little selfishly with my first one, which is join a team or change teams. You know, if you're trying to do it on your own, I wish if I could go back in time that I had a mentor, that I had a team leader, someone that would have helped me get on the right path. So especially agents who are newer in the business and have done okay the last couple of years, suddenly this year you might find yourself struggling where you weren't struggling the last couple of years. There's something to be said for getting a mentor, joining a team, and just helping you get more opportunities and more transactions, because that's really what we want. So what, what can that do for you? Uh, and I'll speak from experience on what we offer, but it's leads, number one. And leads are not a magic pill. You still have to pursue them. You have to cultivate them, follow up with them. You can't just get leads and say, well, I called them once and they, they didn't answer the phone. Uh, but that's another video. Uh, open houses. You know, I know a lot of agents, I talk to them about open houses and they say, well, I don't have any listings. Yeah, but someone else in your office does, or maybe your team does, you know, so open houses are great opportunities. The other part is training. So even if you don't join a team, get a mentor, find someone who's willing to take you under their wing and help you. Because if you do what I did, learn on my own by making mistakes, it's going to take you 10 times as long. So the whole train, the idea of training is, is huge. And, and the last part of the joining a team, getting a mentor is the support. So I always say that agents should spend their time doing income producing activities. If you're spending your time doing things that aren't contributing to opportunities and transactions, which of course lead to paychecks, that time, I don't want to say it's wasted, but it's not the highest and best use of your time. So for example, with a team, we have an admin staff. Does doing paperwork, 
get you a paycheck? Kind of, because it moves it to the next step. But why not have an admin do that stuff for you so that while they're doing your paperwork on the deal you have pending or listing you have going, you can spend your time out there doing more income generating activity. So Tony, that's number one. Anything to add to that? That income generating activities and not spending a lot of time getting ready for what income generating activities, like 80% doing 20% organization. <laughs> yeah. Makes yeah, for, for sure. I think that agents get bogged down too much on the things that aren't making them money and they, you know, they say, oh, well, why should I spend money on an admin or some offices have a transaction coordinator that you can hire for a certain fee? Totally worth it, guys. Don't get bogged down on that. Like ours is $250 per transaction. That $250 is money so well spent because it frees up your time. So for our part-time agents, they're working a full-time job and trying to do real estate. Well, guess what? They're up till eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night doing paperwork that could be done during the day by an admin for them. So that's number one, join a team, get a mentor. I'm not going to dwell on that too long because I want to get to number two. I'm going to start this one off with a story. So I have an agent on the team who a couple of years ago, he said, Hey, Mike, business is slow. I'm thinking about getting a part-time job. Tony, I'm sure you've you you've heard this. Hey, business is a little slow. I'm thinking about getting a part-time job. You've, you've never heard that story, right? Oh, no, never. <laughs> no, all the time. So again, it's just uh, we have very, very successful agents that still have a part-time job or other job. And sometimes you have to go down to it, but then you got to you know how to manage your time. That's all. And I know some agents that are part-time that have part-time jobs that do more business than agents that don't have anything else going in. It's just management of time and uh, being um, efficient. With Efficiency. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to use that word. So there's nothing wrong with a part-time job. There's nothing wrong with being a full-time employee somewhere and doing real estate part-time. And I know some full-time agents are their heads are exploding because sometimes part-time agents are really difficult to deal with because they're at work when we're trying to do real estate business, right? But I'm going to I'm going to throw out an argument here and I'll be curious to hear your reaction Tony. I, so that teammate who told me that, I said to him, "Hey, you're going to spend 12 or 15 hours a week at this part-time job. What if you took that time, that 15 hours and instead of working at the Apple store or wherever he was going to work, you use that time to do more prospecting. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number one team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at Mike at 21mike.com. If you, I guarantee you, if you're doing it the right way and you spend 15 hours a week prospecting, you will do more business. In fact, I, I could say with confidence that if you prospect 15 hours a week, every week, you'll add at least two transactions every month, every month, not a week, I mean, or not, not for the year, every single month. So that was my argument. He ended up, he ended up not taking the part-time job, by the way. 
Tony? Exactly. Exactly. It's just like one of those things that just tell agents, like example, and, and we've been through this before when agents go, I'm going to buy some leads and get these leads. And I mean, the amount of time and calls you make to people that uh, is of a three to 5% probability that they'll go through with it the amount of time you just call people that you know and and community anything is better a better fit for your time yes and when i say prospecting everyone always groans or not you know most people grow oh mike i hate cold calling it doesn't have to be cold calling guys prospecting doesn't have to be cold calling everyone that's what you think though that's where your brains went right Ad, admit it you all thought cold calling it doesn't have to be cold calling. It could be like Tony said, calling your sphere. It could be doing more open houses. It could be door knocking. It could be uh, putting on events. You know, I'm seeing more and more agents putting on events, which I applaud you guys who are doing that. We just did an investor event a couple of weeks ago and we had uh, nine new buyers show up to, to that event. So I spent a couple hours putting it together, an hour and a half at the event and bam, nine new buyer prospects. So in, instead of doing whatever it is you think you need to go do, consider taking that time and instead doing more prospecting. Again, if you want tips on prospecting, we, Tony and I have done tons of videos about how to generate more business. Tony, any final thoughts on that one? Yep. There's always business out there, no matter what the market's doing. Yeah. So, and just give you an example. I mean, to, just about the market, I keep on telling agents that maybe just the new agents that just get in the business, who cares where the market is? You just started. It's just, <laughs> it's just, you started like Mike, you started what, 2008. So you can only go up, right? <laughs> 2008. And now I just tell agents that have been in the business a while, look back at your numbers uh, from two, 2019, because 2020, 2021, 2022 are just a crazy market where, you know, that was extreme. So basically, I look at this as that the, that was a gift the last three years, and now we're back on track where we are today. So as a company, compared to 2019, 2018 to 2019, we were up 10% first quarter, and 2019 compared to 2023, we're up another 10% from where we were in 2019. It's just so these market uh, just fluctuations, you got to look at, you know, when it gets this crazy, you got to look at those numbers. So don't always feel bad of looking up last numbers because there's always going to be ups and downs. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, so one, one other point I wanted to make, because I know there's probably, again, a lot of like zero to three year agents who are in this boat that we're talking about. I've heard agents say, oh, well, I'm a new agent. That's, what's stopping me from being successful. I, I go on an appointment, whether it's a listing or buyer appointment, and they want to work with someone with more experience. That's the story you're making up in your head. Okay. To use a Tony Robbinsism, that's your story. And you know how I know that, you know, I was a new agent in 2008 and nine. I got uh, Drew is on this call. He was a new agent and that didn't stop guys like us from winning business when we were new agents. So the new agent thing, there are ways to work that and use that to your advantage. That's the story you're telling your, yourself. 
And the new agents I, I tell, especially Century 21 Homestar agents, I tell a, a new, new agents that you don't have to know anything. That's what we're here for as an office. And I kind of, and I, I'll try to keep this short comparison is that I tell our new agents, you're like a new server in a very successful restaurant. When someone walks into the restaurant, you're a new server, the, the customer's not going to walk out. They know the restaurant's been there. They know, and you got to tell them the restaurant, but the, the chef's been there for 30 years, whatever. We're the people that have the information you're just delivering that but so many agents that i'm not saying uh out there in all different companies sometimes they think they're on their own you learned in your class your broker is legally responsible for you. your broker should be helping you with that uh information and saying uh broker has 30 years experience the brokerage has been around 25 years it doesn't you're not new so i tell our agents you're not new you're new into the industry but who you work for is not, if that makes sense. So you, yeah. you no excuse. And, and, and Tony, you always, you always talk about we're selling something that people want. It's, it's not like we're going door to door selling vacuum cleaners or, uh, you know, vac, uh, vacuum cleaners or life insurance. You know, this is something that people need, want. Everyone needs a place to live, right? They need to sell their home. Exactly. And honestly, I'm, I'm really not blowing smoke here. This is really, truly the best time in the 30 years I've been real estate to get in the real estate business as a new agent. 30 years ago, you had to pick the right office, like location. Like if you're selling in Solon, you had to be an office in Solon because that's what consumers did. I'm driving to the local office. If you 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 were you were stuck in an area, Mike, even in 2008, did you see West Side agents selling East Side homes and East Side homes selling what? No, you didn't even cross the river. Customers did go, you're you're on the West Side. We're not selling your house. We're on the East Side. But now it's all open. And then marketing, you have the ability to market better than a company. 30 years ago, we had newspapers and TV, and we didn't, agents didn't have the money to do that on their own. Today, you have just as much or more free ways to market yourself to people and communication 24 seven. We only could get a hold of people, what, between 530 and eight, you know, before primetime TV came on, right? Yeah. Mike and their kids might be on the phone. So this, honestly, uh, I say that this is the best time to get in real estate for anybody or anybody not getting in to want to do more. Yeah. Tony, uh, 2008 to 10, I was still running ads in the Plain Dealer and Scene Magazine. So, I mean, yeah. things have gotten so much easier now. All right. So that's, so number one, mentor, join a team. Number two, prospect more is the bottom line. You know, consider what that other stuff is that you're thinking about doing or currently doing and just prospect more and how to do that. Again, check out our other videos. Number three, this is our third idea. This requires a little bit of thought and self-reflection. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to paint a picture here. Those of you who've seen the princess bride, remember the scene where Inigo and Fezzik are trying to break into the castle and they save the man in black, Wesley, they save him, right? And they say, well, I need you. I need you to plan my assault on the castle. And the first thing Wesley says to them is, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps, by the way, as I'm telling this story. The first thing Wesley asks him, he says, great, what are our assets? Remember that? And they're like, well, your, you, you know, his strength, my sword and your brains, you know, and, and those, and he's like, that's it. You know, even in, if I had a week, I couldn't plan, but then they realize they have the wheelbarrow from the albino and the, and the cloak and, you know, so assess your assets. So I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny here, but I'm telling it in a, in a way that hopefully you'll remember this, assess what your assets are. Okay. Your strengths, what are you good at? And then also figure out what's currently working for you. 
So if you're one of those agents that's really good at open houses or door knocking or on the phone, or if most of your business is coming from your sphere already, double down on that if that's what's working for you. Tony, I'm going to just pause for a second for you sure. to chime in because I have a little oh. bit more on that. But but right, assess what you're good at. Assess what you're good at. Use. Uh, don't let technology get in the way of you communicating with people. It's there to help you quicker and take and and, and uh, connect with people. Video, text, uh, notes, and your uh, everything's mobile now. Uh, not to go back, I re I remember back in 2005 I joined Century 21. The iPhone came out in 2007. I remember teaching at a convention, telling agents that there's this new device coming out where people are going to be able to drive around neighborhoods with their phone in their hand and find houses for sale. They don't need to call us as realtors to get us a list to, to drive around. They're going to be be able to drive around. So I'm saying technology is always changing, but some agents I, I I hear this almost at least one agent a day. Well, I was using this system what this system is that i'm like you got to use a system that you're going to easily to for you to use and keep track of people and don't get bogged down with it you got it'd be easy to use so if that makes sense yeah for sure so i'm going to tell you guys one more story i know you love my stories so it's figure out what your strengths are and then capitalize on it double down on what's what's working so of course you know what worked for me was social media and video um, and also sphere so it reminds me of a story during the big recession, the 2008 crash. Uh, there's a story about a pool company in Michigan. Michigan was one of the hardest hit states in the country because, you know, what happened in Michigan, D Detroit. I remember driving through D Detroit. They were having a three day auction of real estate starting at literally at zero dollars. They were selling homes starting, you know, you're, you could bid a dollar and 60% of the homes they were trying to auction went with no bid. That three-day auction, 60% of the homes, no. So Michigan was devastated during the, re the recession. So there was this pool company and, you know, during a recession in Michigan, first of all, you're in Michigan. How many people are buying pools anyway? Apparently enough that when things were good, they were selling pools. But what's the first thing you're not going to spend money on if you're struggling in Michigan? So this pool company was at a crossroads and they said, you know what? We're either going to close our doors or figure out a way to save our business. So what they did is they decided, well, what, what's our assets? We know everything about this type of pool. They were, they were a main, they were a, uh, they sold a particular brand of pool and they knew what questions people always had about those pools. So what they did is they started a YouTube channel and they just started making content videos about this type of pool, pools in general, answering questions. And they became the resource for people who were searching for info on those pools and pools in general in their market. And they saved their business literally with free content. Their website and their YouTube channel gets more traffic online than the manufacturer of that pool system, that pool brand that they sell. So by simply creating videos online, they saved their business and now are one of the most well-known pool companies in that area. Don't ask me the name of the company because I, I forget, but it's an example of taking something literally no cost and rejuvenating a business out of the ashes of a recession in Michigan. And it's bad enough that you're in Michigan, right? Yeah, exactly. And no, that's a good story, but I'm going to try to find it. I will let you know if I find it. Yeah, I'm sure if you look up Michigan Pool Company, you you know it'll it'll come up, and and it's a really really great story. But um, that's all I had planned for today, Tony. Um, so just to recap, um, 
meant getting a mentor, joining a team, prospecting more. I mean, I know it sounds really trite to say, but just more outbound prospecting. We need to talk to more people to do more transactions. And then the last one was doubling down on what's working, you know, figuring out your strengths and, and doubling down on that. Uh, Tony, any final thoughts for agents who might be looking to boost their business or maybe struggling? No, this it's uh, remember anybody you could talk to or anybody you could meet as because a potential client and just get involved in things that you like to do, you know, don't do anything or start anything that you know, you're not going to semi enjoy or not despise because you're not going to keep up with it. Consistency and longevity are very important to whatever marketing you're doing. Great. I'll sum it up this way. If you guys want to uh, uh, check us out or schedule an appointment with me, you can go to 21mike.com or email me, mike at 21mike.com. And please, if you're on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, we'd love to have you follow our stuff and not miss any future trainings. Until next week, thanks everybody. Tony, thanks for being here. Thanks everyone. Have a good day. We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.